This is Tara Wilhelmy, your Tuesday morning host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. We love bringing you this eclectic blend of community, culture, and so much more. In return, we ask for some support through donations to the station. It's easy. Go to wartfm.org slash donate. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening in. You're listening to WRT 89.9 Madison. Listener-sponsored community radio. The People's Station. No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! No justice! No justice! No peace! No, I say you've been misled. You've been had. You've been took. Man, listen, this is 2023, and we swing in chairs. I am not my ancestors, B. Good morning, Madison. Okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am not my ancestors, B. Did he say that, y'all? Did he say that? He told it. I ain't my ancestors, B. I heard it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Mad Town. It's Tuesday, eight o'clock. Buzz, it's your team. Sound off, y'all. It's Tia. It's Tara, aka T of the plug. Get it right. Who I got with me today? Who's on here? What's up? You got your girl Lolo Latour tuning in. Hey, Mama. Dropping gems. You got the awesome right, okay. always giving beautiful answers and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to say it right, brother. You got to say Antoine McNeil. You got to get the Mac. Mac. I mean, Mac. the crazy Mac. thing is I don't got to get it right. They got to get it right. Okay. I got verse. That's why you hear I always put the heavy emphasis on McNeil. In yeah, there. That's, that's real. They always say McNeil. I'm like, I'm not McNeil. You don't go to McDonald's, really. You go to McDonald's. I mean, if you were going to be in the Mick family, I feel like we'd be in the McDowell region and not the McDonald's. That, that, that right? makes sense, but it'd be, it'd be McDowell then, just because it's, it's right, right. Right. All right, so that's what we're looking for this summer, summer 2024. Antoine gonna be out here with the McDonald McNeils. Okay. <laughs> Look, I had I had to stay away. We gonna from be tipping the burgers. I, I heard Hayes Place had the Mac of the Year award. I said I gotta stay away from there because it's gonna be clear as soon okay. as I walk in. They went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they did I'll go crazy. They did. Shout out Juicy Monroe. And, and who Jackie else was in Morris. that piece? Uh, for sure, Jackie, Jackie Morris, yeah. Triple OG. Shout out to Jackie. Bro, Dean, he, brother, man, he got, he got another shindig coming up. Yeah, he he's got, got a. a uh, too. Yeah, he's it's it's out right now. Um, I'm waiting on my copy, so Jackie, I, I'm gonna come find you when this weather advisory cool out. And uh, it's he's gonna have a launch party at Hayes Place, mm. uh, February 24th, I believe it is. It's either oh. the 23rd or the 24th. I gotta look back in the notes because I think there was like the a, 20, a update the to the flyer. The, the okay, so the 24th, he celebrates his birthday. Next. Okay, you have an overlapping event. Okay. Yeah. What up? Yeah. Are, are more than hopped up on here with us? What up, brother? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gang. Good morning. What's happening? So, shout out Mad Town. We just in here chopping it up go today. On, what what go we going to talk about? Antoine McNeil. All right. Go on, do your introductions. All right. We're going to have you introduce yourself this morning. Okay. Who you be? No, he know what that is. What that mean? You know, last, hey, last time I was on this show one time, he, he introduced me. Hey, I get Antoine McNeil. Introduce yourself. I'm like, no, you're going to introduce me. 
So now, now we back. Now go ahead and introduce yourself or tell us what Lolo said so something. <laughs> no, he ain't. Uh, more, um, I'll be around. For real. You be around. I'll be around. That's how like you get around. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh oh. Hey though, we just had like the 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 nightlife is picking up, right? Like I know um this weekend there was multiple things to do. I heard they had the new spot out there in SP, Lions Den. Shout out to Vern and TY for getting us another venue cracking. I heard they had it going on Friday and Saturday. Uh, yeah. uh that was nice. I didn't make it to it though because Thursday night we had our first Thursday uh at the Forward Club. Shikari yep. had the Cool there Cats collab and that yeah. right that open mic it was a nice first event. So That's I was beautiful. resting Friday because then Saturday we were in the mill. Rase uh is hosting events out there. I'm gonna let him talk about it, but it was dope. You know, yeah. since okay, Lolo okay. got on the on the stage, you know, uh it was a very creative weekend. And then now this weekend, uh Gary Knowledge, uh shout out to Gary D. He's got uh, our first live performance in town. He's got that hip hop uh, fest happening. Quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be I dope. I don't know who I was going, but I'm trying to get to that. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna have Chaos so. performing, and he doesn't really perform much anymore. So that would be nice to see. Well, and I saw so that, that the uh, Shorty Blazo that you two were talking to me about for for the culture is on the bill. So I definitely yeah. want to get in the spot, check him out, and see because you know. We got to get that ready so this summer we can really uh get go crazy out there at Breeze Stevens. Uh, so, uh, isn't Blazo yeah. your cousin or your nephew or something like that? Yeah, that's my people. Yeah, that's my that's my cousin, my little cousin for sure. Nice. Oh well, then yeah. I expect the VIP introduction, fam. Uh, I believe the All show's right. this Saturday, so you gonna have to hustle T on up there. We right. fake cousins, we play cousins, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Most black you say you ain't got the juice, R R. I got the juice. In other words, because you know I'll sashay myself. Me and Lolo yeah. will sashay right on up there and meet who we gonna meet now. So no, me and me and <laughs> Big Brother, me and Blazo Big Brother been like this forever. I got it. Okay. I got Don't worry about it. All right. All right. Okay. What about you, Antoine McNeil? You said you got an overlapping event. What's going on, brother? What, you didn't rest it up just uh, January. You ready to hit us hard for February? What's cracking? Um, no, I'm re I'm reformulating some stuff. I'm not really gonna. Uh, <clears throat> probably speak on it too much but a lot of businesses had to transition you know what I mean from what they did last year to what we do this year so just coming at it uh, a little bit more professional a little bit more um intentional you know I've been doing shows for seven years so I have to try to see what the new edge is what's the, what's the best way to run business you know stuff like making sure that um making sure that I pass the sales tax on to the customer as opposed yeah. to that being my issue. And because when taxes come around, the IRS don't care who pay it. Mm -hmm. So just trying to get myself in order and stuff like one that started on time, but you know how our people is. So now I got to trick them on the flyer. I'm like, Oh, show start at eight. Just that so they can get there at nine. <laughs> it's so. like my mama was Sunday dinner, girl. You know, they tell me an hour different time because I'm coming with five kids. They know yeah. that's why I doing the family dinner trick. Man, say, hey, I'm, that's I'm, when I start getting ready. It literally <laughs> don't work though. There, like there is no recipe for our people getting on time. I'll give you an example. Uh -huh. I was honest at one of my last shows. I was like, "Oh, doors open at um, nine thirty. Show starts at ten sharp." I'm like, "We're going to start at ten o'clock." 
Four o'clock, ten o'clock come, the people were just getting in line, and then I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. This didn't go the way I wanted it to. So basically, <laughs> I realized you just got to be as honest as you can with the people, and the people who are there waiting, I give them something like music, I give them, you know, other, other <laughs> poetry, other amenities, but I I can't stop it. They're like, why don't you just start on time? We got 16 people. Where do, are we right. supposed to... And then the other 85 people come and you don't know how many people come in. I'm sorry. I'm just renting, but I'm just, I'm trying my but best. No, that's to real. That's real because so we, we have gone about it a little differently on Sundays because Sunday is also that way. So we start the event. We say the event runs from five o'clock till 10. Right. But I'm rethinking that as well because we, then I tell people really people don't start popping until seven 30. Mm-hmm. And so, right? And so why are we in there from 4.30 to 7.30 looking at each other, taking up space in the venue, eating up costs with the DJ, the, you know, all the things. And it's because some people going to show up at 6, and then when the people come at 7, if ain't nobody in there, they going to leave. And, you know, it gets it gets dicey. And what I will say, Shikari just really, this event on Thursday, one of the things that I was really impressed with is uh, she... She said she was starting at seven and it was started at seven thirty. There was people there. Now people the crowd grew, but I was impressed with like that that uh the loyalty and the and the promptness. And so I feel like there is a space in there. And for her, you know, we didn't do a lot of public promoting of that event this first time. This first time it was really in-house within people who already follow her as an artist. So I feel like there's a little something in there because brother, you definitely have a following. And then I know you've talked before about like two shows in the evening. And I wonder if, because I, I, you know, sometimes I want to, I'm, I'm ready to go. We went to dinner and I'm ready for the entertainment seven, eight o'clock and we've been in the seats ready to mm-hmm. go. And then this last time, you know, I had so many things going on. I slid in for like the last joke and the last song. And that was the last two <laughs> times, right? Last, the last time you like, I thought that was you over there. <laughs> and like, I missed out. And I would have, if I, if there would have been an opportunity for a later show, I would have been able to stay for that whole thing. Right. So. It, it, it's hard. It is. It's a hard one it's to flip puzzle. up and say it. Yeah, we don't get to it, it's though. We're going to figure it out. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Antoine, my question is, do you get a lot of, and I feel good to answer or not, do you get a lot of, like, pre-sale tickets? No. Okay. Look, so I, I knew the answer to that. If I get pre then they better show up or don't. I'm starting when I start. I mean, the the, the crazy thing is, if you know it, Arna, we all have done events. It is so hard to predict our people. There is uh-huh. literally no way on earth for me to say how many people will come. I can try to say, hey, we're going to have 100 seats, right? And uh-huh. then we might mess around and get 12 or 14 pre-sale tickets. And that's a, that's a, a decent number. But yeah. you still don't know if there's going to be another 85 people to come. You don't know if there's going to be another 12 people to come. So it's it's almost it's almost virtually impossible to predict however i have been like oh we're going to start on time and every time i i have the idea we're going to start on time it's probably less than maybe 20 people in the building staff and yeah mm. yep. but i mean i don't know the I, answer but the one thing i can what one thing i can say is that's one of the reasons i watch and i study the comedy club on state street on Wednesday, anytime they do a show, they start on time, regardless who, what, went rain, sleet, or snow. And it just works in the people, the people that get it. So part of me is like, oh, if I just go at it this way, it might work that way. But it's typically also a primarily Caucasian crowd. I can't think that right. black people are going to move the same way. Well, what I would say, if, you, if you're if you alive, what I would say is a lot of, sometimes you got to press us, right? 
Um, and the difference between a comedy show and, and what we do Sunday Fun Day or even the Cool Cats Lounges is music. So at any point in time when you walk in, there's going to be something playing. You haven't really missed much of anything. Yep. Right. However, with you and your comedy, if I come in halfway through a set, I'm lost. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to, to feel the crowd around me to laugh with them. So it's like, and then it, it makes me want to be there earlier next time. I've actually made it a point because I don't like walking in halfway through your show and feeling lost. I've made mm. it a point to show up as early as I possibly can. And I'm wondering if you just put that little bit of pressure, like whether y'all here or not, this show gonna start. So you got they still gonna file in. You know what I mean? It's a, a two-edged sword because they're walking in in the middle of a show. Well. Apparently they haven't felt uncomfortable for seven years walking there late. So that, that's not the thing. <laughs> but it's I definitely don't. Sword. I like to walk into a crowded room. Right. I do. But it, it's it's a two-edged sword. Part of it is about them and part of it is about me. Part of it is like <clears throat> I can personally start because that's what I want to do. But then I know that the person who's gonna come after me, like if you a poet coming after me, I'm giving you the crowd. You know, if you you and I have been on the stage, if I'm giving you the crowd and it's like 30 people, there are 40 people. But if we give it like 20, 30, 40 more people, now we got a hundred people in the building. Sure. But it's it's no way to it's no way to predict that number. But that the reason I also say it's about me is because I hate empty seats. Like at least in the front. Like it it drives my brain crazy. I'm like, if we can just fill up the front seats, we can start the show. They sit mm -hmm. in the back. So it's it's part of like it's part of this thing for me because I feel like I want to pass the the perform I want to give you the best crowd that I can give you. I feel like I'll be bogus by starting a show and we got a low number there and you go do a 10 minute set and then you got another 40 more people who come in. Yeah. You know what else you made me That's think about is one we create the cycle too though because we have created a culture of B BPT, right? We know mm -hmm. black people time means that we expect it to start late because we know black folks are going to be late. So we show up late. And so we kind of also perpetuate that thing because I'm never worried if, if it say it started at seven, I'm not worried until nine if I'm running behind, you know, and that's only, that depends on the end time. Cause if it goes to bar time, baby, you might not see me till 11. Yeah. I'm right. That and that's just, and, and that's not, that's when we come out. And so I know I have to think about that sometimes when we throw events too, is just how the nature of folks are. And then we take a minute when we get there. I like to roll up and kind of look in the parking lot and take it. Sometimes it takes me a minute to stroll into a spot. Um, right. But, but I don't know. But this, though. Black folks, not black, uh, a lot of events don't necessarily particularly have an agenda. They don't have an itinerary where we start at this time. If I say like mine, when I say I'm very calculated with this, I've been doing this for years. When I say doors open at nine, show start at 930, that's where we supposed to be at. And then we're out of there by 11. Or my mind, like, okay, we'll start at 10. We'll be out of there by 1130. But our, and I can't, I can't say it's them, but it's because it's both. I have to, I have to get, I have to take what they give me. Other than that, the other option is I'm like, okay, I'm going to start the show. I'll go do a 15 minute set that I've never done before. They're all going to, 90% of the people are going to miss it. Then I give it to the poet, which, which would have probably maybe about 30, 40 people in the crowd. A lot of times the performers are running late sometimes on some random. So I don't know why performer get there and now they see the first performer. So I don't All right, know. if you don't mute yourself, brother. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Antoine McNeil, I had to interrupt because he was quack, 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 quack. Hey, 
and this is like this aligns with what me and Lo were first talking about talking about today, which is this idea of boundaries and accountability, right? Because that's what you're saying. You're saying like you have to set an agenda and a boundary that this is when it starts. 100%. Black people show up to comedy on time. Come on, we could do it. Uh, y'all mm -hmm. make it to work, you know, in that five, 15 minute window. So, <laughs> but you know, like there's other things like I, I invite the public to call in because I know it's somebody out here who also like we got so many people in town who create, promote and 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 have offer these events. And then also obviously people attend it. So, you know, 608-256-2001, call in, let us know what y'all think and what you hear. Like if you're somebody who shows up late, how can we get you there on time? <laughs> <laughs> if you somebody if, like the accountability of starting is real because if I, I also think about like if I go to like a theater I expect a movie to start on time if I go to a live performance I get frustrated if they keep coming out saying oh we're a little bit behind so there are places that I anticipate are gonna start on time and I work harder to get there for that reason I'm gonna miss the beginning part of the plot of the story and not know what's going on and so and then also I think about how like I'm a person that relies on that 15 minutes of credits before <laughs> Yeah. like the preview so i'll say you know. i'll say this really quick think, think about it like this madison nightlife has picked up right i try mm -hmm. myself very intentionally to stay away from the nightlife like i want everybody to go to every event do the stuff if this is just a if hypothetically if we listen to what i'm talking about if doors open at nine show starts at 9 30 you're out of there by 11 most people aren't at clubs by 11 so now you get the time from 11 to such and such to get there you've drank you've ate you laugh all you need to do is dance and party and have a good time you're already in a good good energy but if we're ending late at 11 30 now people are like i don't know if i want to go to both events you don't have to choose you just got to be somewhere on time you know what i mean and madison says nightlife is picking up would it be better than literally going to a comedy show you know that's not going to cost you a lot of money uh and then you can go you can go out or or you can go home because the comedy show you had enough fun you had enough so i just I, that's the reason why I'm reformulating my stuff. I'm not. I'm taking accountability I'm myself. I'm taking. A, we, I canceled my January show. I set some boundaries. Okay. I gotta re. Yeah. <laughs> gotta reformulate for uh, February. Well, I see you in the lab. Anytime somebody's like, um, I got some stuff I'm thinking about, but I'm not quite ready to share it. You know, they mm -hmm. in the lab, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I love when I hear people say that. Uh, you know what else? I, I'm wondering. What about like? Uh, I, I've been looking for dinner entertainment. I've had this thing in my head about like a sit down meal. You purchase the meal, you have a table, it's a night atmosphere, and then like having performance or even a comedy show. I've been wanting we to host like dinner now. theater. We have food all now. that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about like the dinner hour, like early six to eight with the grown folks. I don't know. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe as a special can... event. Let me, like let me make sure early, I get like this for right. real early. Like the, the thing I do before I go out. So you mean the fact that they can't get there at nine and nine thirty, but we should suggest that they get there at seven. Is that what you're saying? I think it's a di <laughs> I think it's a different crowd. When, no, I think it's a very different crowd when you're talking about a sit down meal that's ticketed with uh, with entertainment during the meal. I'm thinking more of the like, okay. this is who I go to the games couple, Miss Miss uh, Miss Carlin, Mr. Clyde. This is who I think about. Like, this is the stuff where uh, D uh, Dr. Corinda and her husband, they come out to stuff like that. Like Miss Jackie, I'm thinking about the crowd that's gonna show up on time right mm. like the group of the the people that's my our age and a little older um because this is what i'm starting to feel like i want to do right like not every night that i, I want to be entertained you. have a sip and be around my people do i want to have to take a nap in order to stay up till 10 I, i'm hitting on knocking on 50 i'm not ashamed to tell you if y'all see tara out at the bar at two o'clock one o'clock in the morning 12 midnight trust it no i took a nap to be there buddy <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. I ain't ashamed of it. Look, you know, gang know right what here. I'm talking about. He's laughing up there, but that's real. And so the opportunity for me to make it through my whole Saturday, go out at seven, like that's what sometimes people lose me because me and my girls will go meet for dinner and have a drink at that seven yeah. o'clock to get ready for the nine o'clock. And I'll be like, Shorty, I'm I'm good. I'll y'all see y'all tomorrow. Y'all go ahead. Uh <laughs> right. So 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 there's that part of it too. But um I don't think I don't think until like even when you get the winning formula, it's it's episodic, right? It's it's like mm -hmm. this is the winning formula this week, and then you try to hit them again the next day, and it's 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 a different mm -hmm. thing, right? So, yeah. Uh, but I appreciate how everybody's doing it. I do. I appreciate that everybody keeps trying and that there's so much more to do. I love having multiple things to promote for other people, things to go do and have a good time, and then I, mean, I also we, like. We uh, yeah, the, the, across the state, doing, feel like it's growing too. I mean, my, event, my event was supposed to go from seven to ten, and everybody came. Everybody came at eight forty. Every seven forty, seven forty. Everybody came. So I guess I'm starting at eight. That's what it be. But but that does, like Antoine says, it does. Now it's rushed. Now now we got to hurry up and. Yeah, you gotta hurry. You got. I got it. It's not giving the. It's not giving the proper respect it's supposed to get because it's. I'm condensing everything with an hour less than I planned on having it, but it's BPT. Yeah. I do the same thing. I do the same yeah. thing. I up late. The reluctant co-host John Miner say in the chat, Jewish people have it too, and it's on the same yeah. clock. He says Jewish people have too. Okay, y'all okay. okay. just I guess. <laughs> right, they JPT, BPT. That ain't okay, a lie. Well, I grew up I, with a Jewish mother, and that is not a lie. Her well, and my dad met very well with timing. Who would you rather I mean, so have then, a bomb, a Jewish person or a black person? That's what I'm saying. It's, just, it's a little bit slightly different. Who would you rather have a bomb with the timer on it, a Jewish person or a black person? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Is this racist? Do we just get racist? I, I no, think wait. I just missed what happened. <laughs> like, me and Lo are like, what? Put that on the bloopers, real. What happened? Jewish people time in there. I'm like just said, saying, though. We, BPT is a whole time okay. out. Okay, time out, dude. Okay. We're, now Wait, I'm not giving thing. the number. Hold on, hold on. 608 256 That's Antoine back there. My, my, my name is R.R. Moore. With a match. Please make sure you address all emails to R.R. Moore at War. Oh my gosh! Oh man! Oh, uh, John, maybe this is a good time to go to some music. Let's see. We this is my y'all. Hey. He about to play my "Get It Going" song. Like in any mood, if we play this song, you're gonna see my attitude go change. I get a little strut. So see see if it do it for y'all this morning. <laughs> you know I love music, and every time I hear something hot, it makes me wanna move. It makes me wanna have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here. It makes me wanna Okay, y'all. 
Mary J said, "Just fine." I, I, we was all jamming. You see why that's my song? Yeah, that'll get you going, boy. If you're feeling yeah. a little low, put that on. You get that energy. If you're feeling good, you really go. I'll be girl. Yeah, I'll be jammed. in the bathroom getting ready, like fine, fine, fine. <laughs> we too turned up on this Tuesday. That's what we got. Okay. Too turned up on the Tuesday. Too turned up Tuesdays. Okay. With the morning and shout squad. out WRT Buzz to Tuesday eight o'clock Buzz with the hint out what what we gonna call ourselves what's this group collectively I mean I know we <laughs> represent Edo culturally rooted in this biz and One Motion and RR present like Lolo Latour the who the turned up Tuesday group the turned up two Tuesday turn. group two <laughs> we definitely are two turn two okay turn. we two turn look. <laughs> Hey, the way man, everybody man, was dancing, I, I think John was even dancing a little bit. I, okay, we was getting it. Hold on. Yeah. I, 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 I kicked it chair. off, though. <laughs> I, I think I, I That's what we need to host. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the burger bounce. They don't know about that. That's a little old. <laughs> <laughs> so I but I was we saying. Were a little bit about boundaries. Yeah. And it's funny because I was just, um, I was learning about boundaries practicing with my children. Hold on, R R. If you don't put your mute on, brother. Like, let me take a guess. You got an iPhone. Setting a boundary and asking. Talk about it. Oh, I told you. They always coming at these Andrews. Sorry, Lolo. She's trying to be serious. We over here playing games. Go, Mama. Well, well, just like along the lines of boundaries, I was actually just learning some parenting tips on how to set boundaries with your children. Um, and I realized how well it translates into adult relationships as well. Um, and it was something along the lines of between the difference between asking my child to do something and tell and letting them know that if they don't, this is what's going to happen. Um, and I, I worried because it's like, dang, I don't do that with my with adults. You know, I'll ask them or I'll tell them, you know what it is that I want, but I don't hold the expectation. I never set a boundary of what's going to happen if this doesn't go that way. So like with my kid, instead of telling him, get off the tablet, get off the tablet, you need to get off the tablet. I say, hey, it's time to get off the tablet. And if you don't, I'm gonna walk over there and grab it from you. And that's a hard boundary for them. And for them, they understand it better than me just constantly asking them to do something. And I realized like how well it really translates into my adult relationships. If this doesn't happen, then per how I feel, I cannot continue in this way. So what you got to say, I I see you got your hand up. I love this. I mean, for for a uh, piggybacking what uh Latoya just said, for these like for instance, last week I started seven, but we didn't get a chance to start to eight. Maybe that could have been an incentive. Um ticket price of five dollars cheaper if you're there for the first hour and then after eight o'clock you got to pay the regular price you know maybe that's an incentive that i haven't tried it but maybe it could work if i'm charging for instance if i'm charging twenty dollars to get in but fifteen dollars if you get there before eight o'clock at eight o'clock though twenty dollars no matter what maybe that'll incentivize people to get there in time maybe not but i haven't tried it so i don't know well, you know, like, like it's so thinking about boundaries, it's, it's so interesting that first of all, uh, what I found in so many places I do work. So in 
in consulting and medit and like mediation work, I found that professionals often run into problems in like smaller organizations where there's this idea that they're a tight knit family or group, and people struggle okay. to identify and create boundaries, and that it turns uh. into this huge drama. And when I get in and I sort through all of the different parties, complaints and grievances, what ends up shaking out is I need to do a presentation on defining and talking about how to create boundaries. And that's an adult. Right. And then what you just said is real uh, low about like boundaries and expectations with kids. Like that's the blueprint because so many of us really don't understand how to make boundaries. And then when we do make boundaries, it's often reactionary. They're not yeah. proactive. Like I've made a conscious decision that these are my boundaries and my expectations. The consequences or my reactions to not having my boundaries honored is this. Like we rarely sit down and do that from a proactive space. People usually, uh, I find, create a boundary because they're like, I ain't about to let that happen to me again. So this is how I can make it not happen. And so it's interesting when you go through like the work of figuring Figuring out how to create boundaries from a proactive, like non, non, like, like what I just said, where you agitate and you're like, oh, or, or traumatized. And now you're trying to figure out how to regain yourself, but to like pre preserve yourself. If we knew that as adults, we would teach our kids that and we would find people would get along better. Because one thing I also know about boundaries is that they're hard to set in the beginning, especially if they're changing. But like, y'all, I just went through what I call a tree shaking season and I said people was going to fall off and someone go get back on and it's real and if I think about it that was really me shifting because I was adjusting my boundaries and so there was a, a period where folks had to adjust to my new boundaries and expectations and it's, it's like creating those boundaries proactively feels like if it, it feels comfortable right like it, you get better at, like what you said Lo, you get better expectations and outcomes and then it feels comfortable you feel satisfied because now you're walking in your integrity and keeping holding your peace but you also help other people because one you're you're modeling that you know like how to set a boundary and then and provide it in a compassionate like assertive not aggressive way so it's not like oh you did this thing so now this is this boundary and now you can't have this access to me and i'm taking this thing away you're saying hey to get along with me for this to continue to be a productive relationship this is what i need to do and this is how i need things to go and what are your boundaries then it's an exchange and now we understand each other so you're modeling how to do it for people who really don't often know how to do it except for from reaction and then also like you make it very clear where you stand with people your child knew exactly what was going to happen if they ain't hand out hand up that right put up that that uh pad Badly. whereas i know as a, thinking about even as an adult sometimes if you don't tell me specifically no i know who which people i could push a little bit further right mm -hmm. there's people in all of our lives ch child to adult where we know that if it's not a direct no right away and i really want it i can still try like there's behaviors i'm going to do to try to like how many times have you been like oh that's a maybe even though right. it wasn't a yes or a true maybe you like, i could still probably Right. Like we do that. I feel like, I don't know. Chime in, please. I, I just talked a lot, but that it's always interesting when you think about boundaries and those are the things I've learned. I'll say when it comes to boundaries, sometimes, you, and I think what you said makes more sense. If you are able to be proactive with boundaries, that's in, in the ideal world. And if you know yourself, there's also <laughs> my brother, my brother. No, but there's also, um, sometimes you don't uh, know your boundaries okay. until somebody crossed them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes someone crosses your boundary and then you have to say, well, you got to be accountable. I call it BAT, B-A-T, Boundaries, Accountability, and Therapy. And therapy could be the way you deal with it, the way you Hold handle on, it. Hold on, rewind that. He said he calls that BAT, that's that's Boundaries. BAT, B-A-T. Okay. It's crazy. I did it. I sneak, I sneak truth and comedy 
a lot, but I did it at the end of the year. I made it look like I was preaching. So I was telling this joke. I had this church music on and I was like, we need to, you know, we overuse words like narcissist or sociopath and blah, blah, so blah. Do. These are words we need to stop using. And then I was like, the things that we need to start using. And I was talking about boundaries. Boundaries come into to play because we everybody is people have crossed the line on us or we may have crossed the line on people intentionally, unintentionally. So I think it, it would be great and ideal if you could walk up to somebody, don't treat me like this, don't talk to me like this, don't do this. But often that's not the case. What happens is they cross our boundaries. Then we got to let them know and we have to speak up because if we don't speak up. They're going to keep doing that. And that's where accountability comes in. Those people keep doing that to you because you didn't say nothing. They uh -huh. keep doing I agree that with you. you. Do nothing. I'm thinking more when I talk about proactive, I'm thinking more about not necessarily setting them with others because sometimes that feels kind of crazy. Don't show up having a conversation with me telling me how to don't say this to me. Or I'm going to do this. That's that's a whole <laughs> that's a boundary issue for me. But I'm thinking about how we set them for ourselves, not necessarily mm -hmm. when we share them, because I agree uh, the times that I feel like I share my boundaries are when when they're getting crossed. Or when I'm developing a new relationship with like a personal relationship, I feel like that's, and especially right now in dating, that's a conversation that I feel like we're having in, in those early conversations is really how are we setting our boundaries and expectations when people asking you questions about like what's dating to you and all those type of things, like those feel like boundary setting. But those are the only two places that I can think of that I'm setting them for other people. But definitely, like, for me, Work I've just learned children. my boundaries are much more rational and I hold them better. I'm more committed to holding them better if I'm not doing it from, like, an emotional reaction space. If the times that I've now been able to sit down and really think about how do I want to be handled, then I can go into situations for me fearlessly because I know what's going to happen if it's crossing where I'm going to go. Like, I, it's already plotted out. So if, if something happens that is crossing my boundaries, I already have a map in my brain of the ways I will handle it and how it's going to, you know, like, it's, it, anyway, it's, it's calming hey. for me. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't talk about the effects of what happens when you set a boundary because you're going to lose some people and it's going to hurt. That's where accountability comes in. But see, see, and it's, it's to me, talk I'm looking part. at it from... If I've set a boundary and this is what it takes and people like the, this, what I call tree shaker time, me setting these boundaries since like August, I lost people I cared about, but I now know that I have people around me that I trust deeper, right? Like they've, they've, we've, we've gone through a transition together. I trust them that when they go through a transition or I go through another one, we gonna, we gonna still figure it out. Cause we were in communication. Nobody act like it wasn't happening. Everybody, I've had a conversation with everybody that's still around me about when it was going to happen, what it felt like going through it, that I'm still in it. Like, and that feels good because now I feel like I have, my circle got smaller, but it feels more trusted and connected. And so that's part of boundaries, too, is like that. That's really what I want. If I think about how I want my village to be my part of the village, I don't want it to be a, a vast, thralling village that I can't wrap my arms around. I want it to be a tight knit, close one that I feel connected and inner like we can play in like that. That small circle can be part of a larger circle because all of us have those same hubs. But for me, I and so that's what I'm getting closer to. So that's what boundaries do. They get you closer to what what you you know. And so in that space, I function better. I'm more focused and I'm more calm and I'm more supported when I've got that kind of a group than when I feel like I'm being pulled in a hundred directions and every other conversation, I'm like, Hmm, how much of that can I trust? Right? So I, I say, I welcome, I welcome losing people. It's just like when you cutting the grass in the garden, let me see all the snakes. And that's just not to say that when you set boundaries and you lose people that they're snakes because people go through seasons. And some of the people that aren't around right now, I anticipate coming back when they've got different when we've when, I, when we're better aligned, right? When we're back in tune. Yeah. So 
like I said, my my real adult experience with boundaries has been with my children. And um, even just the situation that recently happened, my son was on the bus and a little girl kissed him on the cheek and he went to go kiss her back and she got very upset about it. And he couldn't understand, you know, why it was she he let her kiss him, but he couldn't kiss her back. And I had to explain to him what boundaries were and how you're allowed to set them as well. If it made you uncomfortable when she kissed you, you're allowed to say that to her and you're allowed to tell her that you don't want somebody doing that to you anymore. And it was in those moments that I realized, and specific to me as a woman, how many men I allowed to do things to me that I was extremely uncomfortable with, but I didn't have the courage to set a clean, hard line in the sand and say, you cannot cross this line. Um, And watching my son go through it with a little girl, it it, it made me realize early on that these are things that we we adapt ourselves to as adults because we didn't learn them as children. We were allowed to do certain things or we were never set a hard line in the sand to tell somebody, I don't like this and I don't, it makes me uncomfortable and I won't do it again. Um, Well, you know what else you just said made me think about like the cultural, cultural expectations around things like touching for girls and boys, because I feel like not only does your son have the right to decide how if, if the young lady kisses him but even if when she kissed him he liked it the other boundary is that then he didn't like that he couldn't reciprocate right the expectation yeah. is that if you treat me away i should be able to that's it that's you showing me how to treat you as well that's how i interpret yeah. people Agreed. and i often that's not the case but that's that's how we interpret it. and then i think that something that's been showing up for me as i'm talking to more and more men right now is Women have this expectation of that we if we we can just have certain things from men without asking. So the idea that she leaned in and kissed him, I'm sure she thought she was bestowing upon him a thing he wanted, mm-hmm. a gift, and not crossing a boundary with him. And I like I, I um the other weekend I had something happen in the bar when me and you were together that has not happened to me yet that I hear my my daughters talk about, which is this prevalence of people passing and giving pills. And I had somebody place one in my palm what? and I gave it back and it, I didn't think a lot about it because oh, they, please. yeah, but they gave me an option in using, like I took it as an offer and I'm not, that's not my thing. So I passed it back and we had a little exchange about that. And that was it, right? I set my boundaries. I said, those aren't the things that I do. Okay. But then I shared that with some of my male friends and I had heard some crazy stuff like women walking up to men and placing the pill in their lip, like up to their mouth with the expectation that they're like, and I, and in my head, I said, and I said to the brother that was sharing that, like, I bet you she thought she was being sexy and inviting with that. Right. And like, but that's a huge boundary. And so those two things, just that's what that brought up to me is this idea that women, or even like the idea that, that um, touching each other in the, in a space, like, Smacking a dude on the booty in public is not something I would think to do to a random stranger because I know what that feels like when it's happened to me and I don't like it. That's not a thing I like. And, and then I think that women expect to be like, if somebody touched me in the bar, they are oh, no, are you tripping? And we have the right to go up. And yet now I'm hearing from brothers that they're getting goosed as they're walking past crowds of ladies. And I'm like, so where did we get this confused, this double, this cultural double, double standard of physical boundaries? That's what came up for me and what you said, Lo. Um, and for yeah. and this year for me, it's, it's setting more boundaries. My kids are older and boundary setting is different with adult children. And so that's something I've been learning about as a parent right now with boundaries is 
where those boundaries need to change as they uh, they become adults themselves. Yo. <laughs> yeah, because you got adult kids too, brother, right? Speaking of boundaries, like for instance, mm -hmm. two things. Speaking of boundaries, like this hand raising thing down here, that might be a boundary that some of want to respect. They stepped all My over the My bad, man. But, but I have just decided that the next show that I pull, I'm doing that. Um, it's $20 after a set time, but $15 before that. that do, I don't know if that means the show gets started or not, but that definitely means that, uh, yo, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Get here. Get here early. There's an incentive to come. The boundary means... You got to pay more if you ain't made it by 8 o'clock because the show starts from 7 to 10. 8 o'clock is 20 bucks. If you got here before 8 o'clock, you'd have seen the show start for cheaper. You know what I mean? But but we, we're we also in this for financial gain too, right? We're not just doing it for just for the love, just for the fun. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm demoting myself from some money I should be making trying to make y'all get on time. So it's hard to do that as well because I got... I gotta pay the rent. I mean, I feel like you set your price for the event, and that's the people who come early, and then you add a little extra something for the people who come late. And then thinking about if I show up early, I still want to be entertained. And so for both of y'all, I was thinking, like, what about also planning the event around, like, Anton, what what you said is real. Like, who somebody gets up and does a ten minute set for ten people, they gonna feel robbed when that that next forty people shows up. And so, is it a way for each comedian to do three minutes instead of one ten minute set? Or like, and for you, it's like they'll get the poets warmed up, get the people who are a little nervous a chance to get up on the stage and tell everybody they can only do one this time and practice the cipher. Like, make it so it's still entertainment to reward the people who showed up and then set your base price for those people. And then it's a little cherry on top for them late comers because I feel both with what y'all saying, but I do think setting that boundary is helpful. I'm, I'm now, wait, I'm now thinking about how do I prepare myself so I'm accountable to honor these boundaries of these shows? Because it also doesn't make sense that I can't get up in that spot until 10 when the show started at eight Right, like I, I, I have to plan my life better so that I can show up. So there's that, like not always trying to go to three events or telling the setting the kid the boundary. Often when I'm late to events, it's because my kids have now all of a sudden sucked in time that I didn't anticipate, and I'm flying around from side to town to side to town, bringing people this and doing. Yeah, there's always yeah. some kid stuff with me. Uh, if I'm late, it's usually because I'm caught mom taxing it, or they didn't ram me so tired. Now I'm in the house trying to get the energy to go. Uh, we get it. Life happens. I I will also say to uh Latour Lolo, uh, yo, as confused as your son was when a young lady kissed him and then he kissed her and she had an issue. Tell him to be prepared for more confusion with the young ladies as long as he's gonna be dealing with them. This is gonna be a common occurrence. Right. Man, don't do that because y'all men. He ain't gonna be able to understand them. He ain't gonna figure it out. We ain't even got enough no time. Sense. Because I would say all that for numbers. brothers. I would say all that for men. Oh, I'd be like, can you just goodness. communicate? Can you just say something and be real? Y'all, but anyway, no, just, there we go. Because we'll have that gender combo up in here. Y'all, we didn't eat up the time. It's 853 Wart yeah. FM 89.9 FM Tuesday, 8 o'clock buzz. This is the what totally the, what we say turned up Tuesday crew. Is that what we two turned up Tuesday? Two turned up. Two turned up because okay, yeah. The way, the way we've been here dancing, just I, I know that there's some things that's going on uh either in the community, what you say this weekend is 
chaos. Yeah, there's the hip hop. Gary knowledge at the. It's my uh, birthday weekend, y'all. Hold on, wait a minute. Okay, uh oh, hold on. Pause. It's real ninja's birthday. Hold on. I got a VIP table at the TK if y'all want to pop out. Oh, you know, I'll be there with you. VIP at the TK for Mama's birthday. Okay. Oh, don't do that. I'll be I'm parenting sorry, from the TK parenting. on my cell phone. <laughs> Stop calling me. I'm going to set boundaries around parenting on Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, there's um, a lot of events going on. I know uh, February jam-packed, too. Like you said, uh, they, they... You they, already know Black History Month. Someplace. It's going to be yeah, a billion I, things I happening. Mean, I just mean some of the stuff they got going on. The um, You say Jackie Morris is having something. I would say, hey, it's based on the 24. Uh, I think uh, Cupcake is going to have them on the 24th of February. My comedy yeah. show is on the 24th of February. There's a couple Heart and Soul balls. I want to say uh, Heart and Soul or Sneaker balls. They're, yeah, uh, we'll have uh, our Thursdays cracking at the forward. Yeah. Thursday at the forward. The Madison Black Chamber of Commerce has an Ebony Elegance uh, event. It is themed towards Black Hollywood. Get your tickets. They need vendors. Uh, over there. So if you got some things you want to sell, contact the Madison Black Chamber of Commerce. You have what else is going on? January. You know what's crazy? In Madison, typically we have four events on one night and then the next two, three weeks we got nothing. And then we have another five events on one night and the next two, three weeks we got nothing. So Usually what comes out of that conversation is that we need to create a centralized community calendar. When we launch our website in February, we're going to attempt to do something. So we, we'll see how it work out. But it, it takes people submitting their events. So we're going to have a space where you can click a link. We Many people have tried you, that, you but you can. see it ain't working. So, so we're going to see. Yeah, yep. You can try to rob these and Karen Reese try to get it going. And prior to that, we had had a conversation going for a long time about trying to bring back support to Umoja magazine and have them be that central place. Uh, but we gonna see because either way, even if we're not the central universal one, our website will definitely be a space that people can go because we gonna invite everybody to upload their flyers and give us their information so that we can, you know, report it here and share it with the community, share it on Facebook, and then just start that like bringing people into Ujama where we're supporting each other's business, and then at least on our and being intentional about how we plan our events. If you're doing something at, at 10 o'clock, maybe that's the day I throw a 7 o'clock event because if I do want to pop out, I want to. sometimes I do like to go from thing to thing. If I had, would have had the energy after uh, Rossi's show in Milwaukee, ne next time he throws one, I plan on preparing so I can go out after the fact and extend the good times, show up a little early, have a little dinner, make a whole evening out of it. If I'm going to travel to Milwaukee and have good entertainment, I'm going to maximize the opportunity. And so I, that's how I think a lot of people like to roll. So... That's a way it we can work like alongside each other too. You guys are doing a great job. It sounds like you guys should be nominated. I think I'll that 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 stuff with the Madison Black Chamber of Commerce. There's uh, Entertainers Award. So Lolo or more, you should want to submit to your people to nominate you for Entertainer of the whatever year. I don't even know Same that thing. We got to get them links out because I didn't know. This is the first I'm hearing about it this. You know why it just popped up last night? I was up late. I was up at like one o'clock. I looked and said, bling. I said, an award. I'm going to win comedian of the year. It better not be nobody else. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to win comedian. Y'all going to have to fight for it. Uh, Latour and uh, are going to have to fight for a uh, poet of the year. Man, listen, y'all went Only if we, we got to break it out. We got to break they, it out I just, to male and female. Then we can, you know. Yeah, that makes Wait, what sense, you say, John? Just, 
I had to honor them on a battle. They we went crazy on, on the, that battle. On the radio show. They did. We need another one of those. I like the ciphers and the battles. That was dope. It's that time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning oh, in. WORT 89.9 FM, the Tuesday morning buzz with the two-turn Tuesday back. crew. Really? Man, that's beautiful, though. That means we enjoying it. Hopefully, the community's enjoying it. Y'all stay warm, stay safe, and take good care until next week. What we say? Peace and good night, but good day. Happy Tuesday. Now I gotta go to work. been listening to Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz on WRT 89.9 FM Madison coming up next three hours of folk music Brian Hirsch on Green Morning Radio we'll see you next week